Sin, sin, sin. So important, Nick. Is it? Yeah. So this is probably going to be our noisiest episode yet. There's bands practicing in the spaces, and I think the the store that we try not to talk about. Yeah, the 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 unknown store the above. Unknown store above us. Um, they're making some noise. I think they're sweeping. <laughs> that sounds like a. Um, I'm very familiar with that. With spending a with career the sound of sweeping above of a, of a cheap broom hitting a like, floor. <laughs> A yeah. lot at at the end of a you shift. You hear that? Upgrade your broom. <laughs> That's what I got from that. Is right. we're insulting their broom oh choice. Oh my god! All right. That's what we do here on the Size Ten Podcast. Is we we talk about quality brooms only. Uh-huh. If we're cleaning, we're doing it right. We don't do a lot of Where's it, but if bro- we do it, I think I got rid of the broom because it's carpet in here. So yeah, it's it vacuums. wasn't good enough it for wasn't. our room. Um, yeah, this is the Size 10 Podcast. My name is Nick Scalzone. You can find me on Instagram at Nick Scalzone Comedy. I remembered it this time. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm Bjorn. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at SkateCub. This is the Size 10 Podcast. You can follow that on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you get your things. And also Instagram. We post a lot of stuff. I just made a bunch of clips today for the next episode. Uh, that's coming out and yeah. the order of the episodes coming out is a little weird because we just because we had Mike on, which was such a treat. Uh, and then we went and saw him. Uh, Mike we Kaplan. saw him. Yeah. Mike Kaplan. We saw him at Helium. Yeah. On Sunday. And um, if y'all was, are. He is dude, so funny. Holy. Yeah. Like like. Yeah. Like I'm coming from. I I honestly hadn't heard of Mike Kaplan until like a month ago. Yeah. When I found out he wanted to be on the pod. And. I, I, like everyone should know that guy he Dude. killed so hard he's so good and it's like meta i think he might have like stopped doing comedy for a little while or just kind of took a break or pumped the, like wasn't touring and i think it's also he mostly because i knew him mostly from minnesota mm-hmm. and like he's a new york comic so he doesn't yeah. come through this coast as often interesting oh yeah i i feel like i'm gonna have to watch some of his specials but I feel like seeing him live is a whole nother level Dude. because of how much riffing he does. Yeah. Like I, I feel like none of his shows, his n- none of his shows would ever be like the same. I feel like yeah. even his most written stuff definitely has little riffs and because his brain works really Dude. fast. I just couldn't even keep up. I just, uh, if you guys want to go and see. If you guys just go listen to the episode we have on here. I would be the best way. You watch it in my face. As as I'm actively not keeping up with him when he was in the studio, and then I just said, "I was like, that was that meta humor." <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I yeah, love that we're doing like, like I was. Recap too. <laughs> I know, but like, but like, there was a moment where I was like, like trying to say like I, that I was like an ignorant, you know, redneck that didn't get meta humor, but I 100% got lost oh, like two dude. or three times. Like especially the time that I was like I got I lost. I was like regretting that it's second I, beer so I fully hard. Where did I'm like, get lost. Oh my god, I feel. So dumb. Speaking I would have to beers. say. I would have to say, uh, and then we'll talk about the uh, beers that I brought. Um, <laughs> uh, I watched his special again after mm-hmm. watching him live, like just for funsies. Yeah, and it's slower than he is in person because mm-hmm. his jokes are probably like these are the specific jokes I'm doing. So he's a little bit more. 
and it, it feels like stream of consciousness when you're watching it live. Yeah, I feel like I feel like him in a theater would lose some of that. And yeah, there was he's like, in a theater. If he's in a theater doing a special, I feel like him at a club where it's tight and small and like every little thing you can yeah. hear it all. Like that's the perfect space for what he does, and it was and selfishly, it was I'm amazing. glad he's not more famous because we got to meet him. And we did get to meet him. He owns <laughs> one of our t-shirts, and he has is, one of our t-shirts. And I feel like it's gonna that's gonna pop up in some capacity. I <laughs> I want him to wear it. I I hope he wears it uh, at the comedy cellars. But like, kit. I actually hate when comics I really like get too big. Because then I don't want to go see you at an arena or even a theater. I don't mind that. You are into that, but you're. I just here's when a thing, comic gets that like big, I'm not interested. Arena shows aren't like they're not the best stand-up shows, right. but they're kind of a fun event. And there's okay. a little bit of like, I definitely have this feeling of like, oh, I picked the right guy. I wasn't like validated. Wrong. Yeah. Whoa! Look at how validated I am in my yeah. In my a taste. little bit, a little <laughs> bit like, hey, I thought this guy was funny, and you evidently yeah, so did fucking everybody else. You don't have that hipster else. taste. Like you don't have that hipster taste like me. Oh, I do. Where I like doing things that are different, or I like being a little unique, and that's mm-hmm. why some of the stuff with the sneakerhead stuff is tough for me because it that I like it and I don't like it. Because yeah. I like the the exclusivity part of it, I kind of like because it mm-hmm. is unique. It's somewhat unique. You rarely like if you're really into like it, those expensive crazy sneakers, you don't see them that often. Yeah, and like that high is fashion, that type cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of fun. No, I guess I guess you're right. I don't fully have the hipster thing because like I won't like if I found a band, yeah, that nobody had ever heard of. And then they made it big. Yeah. I would be like, dude, I found them when they were tiny. I'm mm-hmm. so stoked they made it big. Instead of being like, fuck that, man. They were better <laughs> when they were, you know, whatever. I mean, it's different. They evolve. I mean, that like any comedian or like, whatever I evolves would lo- as a person. I love the fact that like there are people that we've like that I've seen do comedy and like started comedy with. Like the fact that some of these people are going to make it. Yeah. Like there are local comics here that for sure and are going to end might up be in this room with special <laughs> or have been in this room. <laughs> yeah. No, I for sure there are comics that we've met. Yeah. And like done open mics with that are going to end up with specials. And to me that's Possibly. cool. Possibly. There's less than for as speaking as somebody who I thought that when I started and I remember every open mic I was like, "Oh my god, this could be Oh, the next not Pat every Oswald open mic that we're seeing right now." <laughs> I don't know why that's by Pat like, Oswalt was the guy. Know. I don't know. That was just the. That was just the. First I guess one you that... were doing alt rooms. Well, so Mike's kind of an alt guy, and I and yeah, you think yeah, you're yeah. not really like. He, he was sort of. I I want to say he was kind of part of that class of like the Camilles and the and the um, uh, Pete Holmes sort of the, and and Roy Scoville like yeah the, those okay. are all the people that have like really like really made it. Those are the guys that, that went maze. Well, they went, They all moved from they New York to LA. Started in <laughs> yeah. The guys that all started in that alt scene, and yeah. then the few that made it mainstream are like Pete Holmes and Kumail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he was kind of like in that in that group. I would say. Uh, okay. Just, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I get that. Oh, so what I was saying yeah. was that I. When I started comedy, I was like thinking that stuff like, oh, my God, these are like all the next. And so many, so many have just quit. Oh, yeah. And don't do stand up anymore. No, I believe that. Because I started in 2012. No, I'm just thinking about of all the people oh, that I've gonna be ever some... been to an open Dude, mic I with. I kind of feel like Portland people just 
are stronger. And I do not then, yeah, fully understand why. No, there's why. definitely some strong comics here. I don't I think it's why. just that the I don't know. Maybe I've heard the culture. The other scenes too. I think there just is more time for people to do. I, I have a theory on it. Okay. Uh, Portland, more than any other city, for the longest time has supported shitty arts. And like there's you a lot be, of support for people who suck lot, at stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so much. it gives you the opportunity to suck until you don't. Yeah. Well, you get. But the thing is, is more people get actual engaged listening audience. I think that's important. I yeah, I think because you're right. I yeah. was watching. Uh, God, I got, I went on Facebook and then. Apparently some drama happened in the in the Vegas comedy scene, and oh, then I just was like, stuff. "Ooh, let's like I'm like rubbernecking hardcore in um, Facebook," yeah, and then I ended up. Long story long, I ended up. I was watching a a they live stream this open mic, and some shit happened. I can send it to you. It's <laughs> a little bit. It's not as great, but I'm basically having to watch an open mic to get to the good yeah. stuff, and I'm reminded at how horrible the comedy scene is in vegas because it's just all like think of like all the worst comics here it's just comics just those but and And they're just performing for each other performing for each other and so you're either trying to shock other comedians Mm. it's like every show every even showcases are like only they're all bringer shows essentially like at the end of the day like or you're playing for tourists that just want to see generic comedy from like i don't know nebraska yeah so they're they're looking for dice clay nursery rhymes yep they want <laughs> they want to see dice or what was that other old Carrot guy top? that that like oh my god that everyone's like oh he's so good but uh what carlin no, 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 not Carlin. God, what's that guy? That uh, Dane oh, Cook. Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Okay. Seen? It just is mean and racist. That's oh, all okay. it is. It's just. Or it's like, uh, what's right over the what's plate? What's his name? Uh, who's the guy? Who's the guy that was in Caddyshack? No, he was I a good you. writer, though. Yeah. Uh, 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 Dangerfield. Yeah, Rodney. Rodney Dangerfield. He was a solid writer, though. Like he, he was. He does a lot of good stuff. Mr. X. He's got a crazy story. He was doing like, like obviously that's a fake character that he was doing, mm-hmm. and he just kind of did that fake character for like thirty years, like in the Catskills, until eventually it took off. Like Man. while he was working as like a roofer or some <laughs> shit. That's and he wild. had like a wife and kids, so like he got plenty of respect. But he he figured <laughs> yeah. out like he figured out this character of like this like hey, I get no respect fucking yeah. guy, and and it worked. And mm-hmm. he went on like that was back when the Tonight Show was like the whole thing. Yep. And I think he did it like fifty times or some mention. shit. He was like yeah. the guy. It was wild. That. But I guess the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. I was expecting. Oh, so I uh, I was watching how bad those open mm-hmm. mics were. And it just made me realize and appreciate, like, even some of the worst open mics here, you're not just performing for comics. There's, like, people that will literally sit through the entire thing. Well, people here... Or, like, go to a poetry slam. Yeah. Or, like, Here's they the really thing. are engaged. And it's that's like, my theory of why there's so many good comedians People here. here will, if they go to an open mic, a lot of them will stay for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's insane and on and happens nowhere else. Yeah. Well, and I, I feel bad for him now, but like I was that person. Like I you went stayed. to a couple open mics mm. back in the day, mm-hmm. like before I started comedy. Dude. And I was like, same And I stayed 
Because yeah. I felt like, hey, you know what? I didn't. Did you stay go to any of mine? Did you go? To, no, you went to mine after. I think I saw you perform at uh, Alberta Pub. Like oh really? Like a year before I started comedy, oh, like shit. the summer before I started comedy, I think you did a set. There. I did do a few I don't, shows there. I don't remember. It was a Sunday night open mic, okay. and I like I think you might have gone up. I used to go because you could do Devil's Den and then that one. So on Sunday you could mm, double dip, and they you were could just double like dip right just down. two premium quality oh, rooms God. well no uh, alberta was usually good and usually got an audience because they were oh, yeah. just they only put a few people up and they would like curate it a little bit more i, I do remember the one show i went to it was some lady's 29th birthday and hmm. she was wasted and in the front row just I love, talking to everyone i love how like you remember all that and like, there's no way i'm gonna remember that I, <laughs> an open mic that i went to very frequently well it was one of those things where like it was one of the few open mics i went to uh, like right. when i had decided totally. that i wanted to do comedy but i was too afraid to go up so it Dude, was like it felt so huge and important in my life when, when, when you I, at that time when you moved to the city did yeah. you just go kind of buck wild on like weeknights uh, uh where you were like there's stuff happening on tuesday <laughs> like, sort of not really i mean i would go to the occasional little event mm -hmm. but i didn't ever go crazy because i've always been like i mean i moved here and immediately started a job okay. like literally the following monday like i'd lived here for like five i moved days. to minneapolis no job oh no <laughs> i had a place to live no no and I, I lived on my cousin's couch i'm not i'm not a risk taker <laughs> i don't know if that's become obvious at any point during the hundred and some episodes well i was we've like done. whoa open but, mics are free <laughs> awesome for somebody that doesn't have a job yeah no i mean i went to some free events but generally i've i've been like I don't like staying up super late on mm -hmm. a weeknight and like getting hammered and then going to work like hungover. <laughs> like that yeah. to me has never been worth like whatever small amount of fun I might have. I do it on accident <laughs> yep. fucking all the time. But I like, do it every Thursday at uh, Neighbor's <laughs> Tap Room <laughs> every at <day>. 8 o'clock. <laughs> Yeah. No, I haven't I haven't gotten I haven't been hung over at work in quite a while actually. Oh my god. It's been a while and it's just like I feel like I've grown up a little bit in that regard. That's awesome. Because my hangovers are so shitty now mm -hmm. after like 3 drinks and I'm just like, dude, I'm old, oh. I guess. No, dude, three is my new number. Is of, three your new? No, my yeah, number you're is. All, you're like if I have, the better part of a decade older than me, and you can still do three. So you're doing great. So, no, By the time I'm your age, it'll be one. Three, right. Well, By the time I'm your oh. age, I'll smell alcohol and I'll have a headache. I, I don't know, dude. I did. Um, I was sober for like six years. Mm hmm. So that probably helped. Like my liver grew mm. back or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and now you're like, ah, it's getting a little too uh, big for a spritz. Yeah, yeah. Down let's, there. uh, let's get this <laughs> up uh but no i uh that was when i stopped drinking was mm. when the hangovers started to like really and and when you stop drinking and mm. then you start drinking again it's like cool one beer really goes buck wild for mm. me um and then you build up a tolerance again mm. um but <laughs> i definitely oh yeah there's gonna just be a band playing uh i don't know if That's i don't okay. think people can hear i it. don't know that they can these mics are pretty awesome yeah there just might be some well yeah. and i'll just drop anyway yeah <laughs> it'll be fine on it um 
But yeah, uh, I, I'm going to tell the story and I'm pretty sure I told it before. I've definitely told it to you and I don't know if I've told it on this podcast and then we definitely have to get into our topic because mm-hmm. this is the bowling episode. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. We're just going to like just. Well, we're talking about episode. drinking right now, which Perfect. segues That's beautifully gonna, yep, into bowling. Yep. And we've been talking about that bowling alley a lot. God, I just like want to next time I go back there, I'm taking a selfie. I'm going bowling there. That's first of all. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, so. When I moved to Minneapolis and mm-hmm. one, same thing, I started going to open mics. I found the list and I started just going for like mm-hmm. a straight week. I went and then what, excuse me, one day I had um, a friend of mine who knew a bunch of, was like he lived in a house and all of his roommates were comedians. So he kind of knew, like, you just get sort of, like, absorbed into the scene a little bit. Yeah, if you're, if that you're type around of that many comics, like, they're yeah, like always four in the same places. And they're going to invite yeah. you because they want somebody to hear right. the, the dumb new And he was in, had. like, a band or something. So yeah. anyways, he, and I didn't really know anybody. So, like, I actually reached out to him and we were we were actually hanging out. God, I haven't seen him in a long time. I think it's Sam something. Anyways, uh, <laughs> he invited me one night. He was like, hey, I'm going to go to um, the show. And so, like, we went to, we went to the show that I actually was later on. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe, like, three months later, I actually mm-hmm. was on the show. Um it was run by this guy that's canceled now, so I'm not <laughs> gonna say the name. Um, but it was a it was called New Kids, and it was like a really cool show. It was uh, people who had just started doing comedy getting to do ten minutes. Oh wow! It was a bringer show. Yeah, of course and then it was. Someone getting to headline for the first time and get mm-hmm. to do twenty minutes, which was pretty cool. I yeah. ended up doing I did twenty minutes twice, and I did ten minutes like three or four times. Hmm on that show it was super fun though because i remember the first time i got booked i was like 10 minutes oh my god that's gonna be everything i've ever wrote (laughs) like back to back (laughs) i'm like memorizing it practicing it and inviting all of my friends and it worked as a show because new people uh haven't burnt all the bridges yet so they uh and a lot of people was like their first big showcase yeah um that and so it was a fun it was a fun show but that's i something went i've actually that's a thing that you've said and lots of other people have said that i never fully related to of like being a new comic and then like inviting your friends to shit because when i was brand new at comedy yeah my friends had to wear me down for me to like eventually concede like one of the things i was on tell them okay you can you can come to this you know i think think that well it's because i was like i feel like these I'm are the still people am, like, it's because you're more of a real comic <laughs> than those other people i was never that person i and here actually the, the few times i've yeah. been able to do that it's literally just people from work here that you do comedy and then want to see you yeah it's that or Women like my friends from work <laughs> here that you do stand up and they're like oh my god i have to come see you so like when i was working a job mm-hmm. like for like a hot minute that's who came i yeah. don't know dude that's who came to my new kids show was all of the women from work <laughs> <laughs> like, and their boyfriends <laughs> who didn't want to be there but who didn't want to be there but they were like uh, where they were like yeah no i totally wednesday is her night <laughs> she gets to pick she gets to pick the thing and so we gotta watch this anyway. guy talk about his dick okay i gotta be really yeah. fast 30 seconds 30 seconds try to tell this story start counting. so i <laughs> i um 
I started going to the shows and I was going to these two two shows. I ended up going to three shows because we just were like we just were hanging out with comedians. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We went to the next, and there was a guy that later on became my friend called me out because I had my handlebar mustache mm. and I sat in the front row. Of course, classic. Yeah. Classic I want to try and do comedy move. Sit in the front of an open mic. I'm not convinced that's... I think that's insane. I <laughs> think you crazy. might be crazy. Because I, I went to open mics, but I sat in the fucking backpack. I knew about comedy. I wasn't about to become uh, part of it. Dude, I, I was, was... afraid to get on stage. You think I'd rather be asked questions? Well, like, at the... Bo- I don't know. I I sat right... I, I think there was no seats available except mm. for the front seats. And ah, I wanted well to Well designed, Mike. I know, right? Well That's, designed. So I sat in the front. And then I went... So I, we did like New Kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. we went And then we went and we went to two more open mics. And my friend was on every single... Uh, later became friend. Mm-hmm. Um, was on every single show. Oh, okay. And the and I sat in. I was pretty close to the front mm-hmm. for the first show, and then I sat dead ass front in the second show, and then the third show I was uh, front mm-hmm. again with the mustache. And he's like, "Either you want to try comedy, or you're gonna kill us all." <laughs> <laughs> like, and called me like a creepy redneck or something, and I laughed politely. Um, and <laughs> I ended up, dude, or seriously, a week later, I went and did that same. I did that mic where he called me out. That was the first mic I ever did. Nice. Because I, I, in that moment, went I in was and like, you're like, this is the mic. Fuck you. Call me out. Yeah. No, yeah, I wasn't like bitch. that. I just remember, dude, I remember my first time doing stand up and it was just like, I. Did it go well? No. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Well, you had a weird, like, like you had, like, these baby steps into it with the sort class. Sort of. But here's the thing. My when you first had to go, time but you doing stand-up in the class yeah. went, like, way better than I thought it would go. Like, I was terrified, and the, it actually went all right. The class, there's a my lot. My first open Everyone mic, I feel like I ate it. tense. Because yeah. I tried to do my class set, like, the word class, for word. The class is, it's people who are all listening carefully. Mm-hmm. It's in a fucking comedy club. Mm-hmm. So it's designed for comedy. And uh, like everything about it sort of sets you up kind of for success. Everyone wants, everyone wants you to be good. Mm-hmm. I think, I assume. Um, until you are so gross and off-putting <laughs> and creep them out. No, dude, yours went really well. But you didn't do... We had to go up and like speak up there, Mm -hmm. you know, like and there was a bunch of stuff that was explained that really just helped it go well. It was like the motorcycle class. Like I had a a bunch of horrible experiences Mm -hmm. uh, trying a motorcycle uh, at a friend's who are pushing you way too hard, way too fast. I mean, you really are jumping. When you just go to an open mic, you are jumping into the deep end of the pool. You are. Off the dive. You're, you're jumping into doing stand-up in probably the hardest environment in yeah. which to succeed. <laughs> you're jumping off a diving board into a wave pool is <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. I and mean, it's part of why mics are... Best. It's why open mics are a good way to learn how to do stand-up is because they're like probably the hardest room yeah. to do stand-up. And then in. you finally, uh, the further along you get, everyone is more interested <laughs> in what you have to say, and mm-hmm. you're better. 
it's like calmer and calmer and then towards the end you're just like hanging out in a hot tub with a bunch of your friends which is a podcast i think yeah that is a podcast <laughs> that's why i like this is it's just like yeah we just talk <laughs> all right let's speaking of just talking let's just talk about bowling let's just talk about bowling yeah so First, we've been threatening to do this since we started bowling right should we talk about these beers mm-hmm. kona longboard kona island longboard. log logger I, it's a logger I, I've had this. This is a good beer. I like it. Um, I, we've been buying beer from Costco. Just the, the big wave. The grocery the store ale. just isn't enough. The, <laughs> the Kona big wave, the golden ale, that one's really good too. Uh, I think, I, I don't know if that was in the selection. I just kind of grabbed two of them. I think it, you sent me a picture. It looked like it was in there. Okay. So yeah, whenever you guys get to the big wave, <laughs> remember right. I said it's a good one. Uh, and this one just, I don't know, it. I normally don't like getting bottles. I'm more of a cans type guy because of the way I they like fit the Kona in the cans. They've got a cool shape. I remember this was a beer. I used to buy this in college. Yeah, this does seem like a college sometime. Student. Like it's bring it's this not, to a party, and then it's it's like inoffensive, but says that you, it, you're fun and it you're looks, justifying your Hawaiian shirt that yeah, you're wearing. Yeah, looks like looks like class <laughs> right there. Yeah, I drank one of these in Hawaii one time. Mm fucking tasted exactly the same as it does like now drinking a modello and it was actually Mexico. more expensive i remember this is what i noted is my uncle used to live there we went to visit him like 2016 and uh he doesn't live there anymore anyway we went to the fucking safeway down the street in in oahu or on oahu in kailua anyway went to the safeway fucking Kona beer was more expensive in the Hawaii Safeway than it was in Bozeman, Montana. Because it's... Pro- wait, where is it? Brewed? No, it's made... Well, it's made in Kona. Port Collins. Wait. No, this one's Portland. Uh, they have brewed, brewed... Fort Collins, Portland, or Portsmouth. Portsmouth? Oh, shit. Is it Portsmouth or Portsmouth? Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Portsmouth. Portsmouth, <laughs> Portsmouth, <laughs> Portsmouth, New Hampshire, dude. Uh, so I- they're importing this shit to Hawaii. They're writing Hawaii on it and then carting so this, it across the fucking ocean to so this Hawaii. Is the Hawaiian shirt of beers? <laughs> God, <damn>. isn't it? <laughs> Much like most of the plants and animals there, this beer is invasive. <laughs> I love it. It's good. It's good. Hawaii is uh, a weird place. Have you been to Hawaii? Uh, just Maui. Okay. Well, that's Hawaii. That counts. That's Then yes. Yes. I it's have. cool. I haven't been like, to the big island. I have been to the big island. It's fucking awesome. Go there. It's really cool. Okay. We like hiked up the mountain. I don't think you're allowed to do it anymore. But like oh, really? the one that has the telescopes on top, mm. uh, Mauna Kea. I think mm-hmm. it's Mauna Kea. My sister and I hiked up from like the visitor center up to like 12,000 feet. Like, we got above the clouds. We didn't get to the very, very top because we had to catch a plane, but we got as far mm-hmm. as we could. It was like a it was like a five-mile each way, like, crazy-ass hike we did. And it was one of the coolest places I've ever been. It looked like another planet. Like, it was, we were on, it was just, like, past where any plants would grow. So it was just, like, mm-hmm. little volcanic, like, cinder cones and just, like, rocks. Oh, cool. So anyway... Hawaii's cool as shit. Also, like, all the animals and plants there mm-hmm. are, like, invasive species at this point because all the native shit died out. And anything that ends up there just does great because it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. And it destroys the thing that was like, hey, but well, we grew up here. There's no predators. 
There's no animals that eat other animals except mm. for the mongooses that they imported to eat the rats that they imported. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so the rats are a problem. Now there's mongooses that are also a problem. There's pigs that are a problem. There's goats that are a problem. There's <laughs> deer that are a problem. How did the deer get there? The king of India sent them to the king of Hawaii like 150 years ago as a gift. Oh my Axis deer. And now Joe Rogan has to go over there and murder him every year. <laughs> Once a year? Yeah. That's so funny. I, I would love to do it. It sounds like a great time, but I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh they like drive God. around in helicopters and shoot them too because there's way the fuck too many and they have <laughs> they so eat everything. Well, yeah. Anyway, so everything. that's what I know about Hawaii. So... I, I, I've got Hawaii stuff, but like I feel, really feel like we we, we have an obligation talk about to our listeners to talk about bowling. Yeah. Let's start off with what you're well, what we're we're both wearing. Let's start with what we're both wearing. Well, we're, we're both wearing wearing a Bjorn original design. Yep. Uh with the name of our team. Kind of in yep. the uh in the in the Tarantino Reservoir Dogs font. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think that's I it just, always reminded me of the Reservoir Dogs font. That is and cool. like the way like the way the yeah the letters are oh that's cool i never think about that i literally like when i do graphic design i usually i have like thousands of fonts and i will type what i am am, mm-hmm. am designing for and i will just click i will just like arrow through them yeah until, until something i'm like cool does that work with this combination yeah. of letters and i just like arrow through and then I'll and usually then I get the font family, so I'm like, okay, it's gonna be a bold, or I'm like, oh, the serif kind of looks good. Let's try all of the serif ones. Sorry, this is so boring. I, <laughs> I'm it's not boring. It's something you're interested in and, and good at, and, and that's I, the I point of a podcast. This, I fell on this font, and yeah. uh, and now that you say that, it sometimes I find myself designing things that are similar to other things that I've seen because mm-hmm. because I'm doing that, and I'm like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Or like, and I'm not realizing that it's like, I'm actually going, oh, that looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but my brain's like, yeah, buddy. Just looks it. right. You're so good. <laughs> and in addition to that shirt, I am wearing my 2021 to 2022 most improved medal yeah, that I dude. won. Because what, I, what was your average when we started the league? Uh, Like 85. Okay. And, oh, God. Really? <laughs> maybe ninety, maybe eighty nine. I was like maybe ninety. It was, like, maybe 90 it or was like that. sub one hundred for okay. sure. Okay. And I ended at one thirty one. Dude, that was sick. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. I ended yeah, I, I I did I caught on. Yeah, you were I I, I kinda hit a plateau eventually, but yeah. I, I caught on. You you hit that moment that I always talk about with bowling where or with anything, honestly, mm-hmm. where you get to a proficiency where you or an it's like understanding and proficiency. And mm-hmm. then you start to your understanding deepens and then you realize what you're doing. So the the perfect example of this is whenever people start bowling, they aim to hit the center pin. This mm-hmm. is what I did. You try to roll it down the center, but you're not good at throwing a ball very consistently. So you tend to miss just to the left <laughs> or just to the right. And you hit the pocket and you get strikes. Mm-hmm. As a brand new bowler trying to do that. But as you practice you, and you start to actually hit where you're intending to hit, mm-hmm. then 
you do not hit strikes anymore. You don't get those random strikes because you're actually hitting the spot you're going for. Yeah. And then you understand, oh, this is where I'm supposed to hit. And then you understand how often you miss the spot that you're that you're now aiming for. And yeah. so it's just like this feathering of those two things. Yeah, yeah. That's 100% the thing is it's like, it to me, bowling was a lot like shooting because mm. mm-hmm. I did... I did, and air I think rifle. that's part of why you picked it up. I did so air rifle and archery shooting for like eight or ten years, like when I was a kid in 4-H. Mm-hmm. And air rifle is like ten meters, and you shoot at a little little dot like that, yeah. with the cool ass precision air rifle, standing, kneeling, and prone. And and there's a lot Fuck of yeah, prone. Yeah, dude, prone <laughs> was prone was the shit. That's What's where prone? you. That's laying down. Oh, okay. Yeah, pronated. That's a thing, right? That you can do to something. What is pronated? I don't know. I know prolapse is something that you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. do. <laughs> prolapse. Keep going. This is so um, stupid. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like it's like But yeah, thing. with shooting it was one of those things where like the whole the whole goal is consistency. Yep. Eventually like it seems like you could just muscle the gun into like if you're trying to muscle the gun into aiming at the right spot, you're gonna miss mm-hmm. nine times out of ten. If you can figure out, if you can close your eyes, relax, open your eyes, figure out where you're aiming, adjust your body so that the next time you open your eyes, you're aiming at the right spot already. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to hit the target. And then you got to squeeze so slow that your brain knows, your brain knows when the sights are lined up mm-hmm. and it will pull the rest of the trigger for you if you're squeezing slow enough. And so the gun or the bow, even more important with a bow, but but important with both, the gun should surprise you just ever so slightly when it goes off, and that's how you're gonna be the most accurate. Oh, it's like to have your I like body a surprise. Yeah, because if you know exactly when the gun's gonna go off, unless you're like literally a psychopath, you're gonna anticipate the shot and you're gonna go. You'll tense. You'll yeah, tense yeah. up a little bit. Depending on the gun, if it's a, at a gun with actual recoil, you f- might flinch quite a bit because you like yeah. you know it's going to be slightly unpleasant, mm-hmm. and so you really got to train yourself to be like it's not going to hurt, it's fine, it's cool. I just gotta, I just <laughs> don't gotta be a think bitch. about yeah, don't be a fucking <laughs> pussy, don't be a pussy. <laughs> this country was not founded by pussies. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, you just have to you have to let the gun kind of surprise you, and that's it's. Like, there's such an art to being a really, really good shot. Dude, that might be part of why the last time I shot gun, the last few times I shot guns, mm-hmm. people said I was good at it. And that might have been part of it. I was like, I don't know. And this is, oh, <laughs> like, so right. I'm a I little mean, bit more relaxed. There's something about not really knowing yeah. what to do that does help a little bit. Although it is better if you, like, have someone explain all this to you before you start shooting. So you're in the right spot. Mm-hmm. And... If you just move up the guns in a reasonable order, mm-hmm. you know, I think a mistake a lot of people make with guns is they think it's funny to give their friend like a painful to shoot gun mm-hmm. when they've never shot anything. They're just like, oh, this is fine. This won't hurt. And then give them just a cannon. Yeah. And then their friend hates it because it's uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. That's a dickhead move. <laughs> if you're ever... And this is more reminding myself. Anytime I introduce someone to guns, it's like we start 22. with the twenty-two. <laughs> like, we start. We start, start and with, end the with the twenty-two for me. 
Yeah, we start with the twenty two until the that's... Honda Grom of, of No, guns. we move up to bigger guns, but it's like I'll demonstrate and I'll be mm-hmm. like, Okay, so this is but if you hold it like this, it's fine. Okay. You know, and, and then like once you see how you know how awesome a bigger gun is, you're like, Oh, that's fucking fun. You know? <laughs> All right. Pretty much any time we talk about guns, I'm like, whatever happened this week, it's going to be, we probably shouldn't have. I know. But uh, <laughs> what I are you going to do? I, I'm like weirdly sensitive. Anyway, so bowling is a lot like shooting yeah. in that consistency. If you could just, like a robot could outbowl a person for sure. Because right. all it is, is if you can just figure out how to release the ball exactly the same every single time, right. then you reposition your body and your starting position, and then yep. you just throw it exactly the same, it's going to do the same shit if you throw it the same way. Yeah. You know? bar. I mean, obviously, there's little inconsistencies with the oil in that, but right. like, still, you know what the ball's going to do if you can properly execute the throw, yeah. which is the whole thing. And I want to say I do appreciate you guys all sort of listening to my um, little bit. It's not blind leading the blind. Like, I know a lot about bowling, yeah. but... Uh, a little bit of like my non-expertise and just being like, hey, I also I feel like I helped shepherd everyone on the team into bowling in a funner way than mm-hmm. I was where I feel like I was sort of. Well, I was also just like trying when I got into it, I was kind of like because literally I was thinking back on it. I'm like, how did I get? Yeah. How it was did you get my into ex and I moved to Vegas mm-hmm. and he didn't do anything but watch everything on Netflix and just wasn't going out and doing anything. I was like doing comedy. I was out like doing things and mm-hmm. taking improv classes and like weird meetups and stuff that I was into for a minute there. Um, and he wouldn't do anything. And I was like, you gotta go. And he's like, I don't have any friends. And it's like, well, you gotta go do stuff. And there's, there was this, I was like looking up like gay leagues and mm-hmm. I, and he, uh, when he was a kid, he used to bowl. And so I was like, there's a gay bowling league. I am taking you there and you're going to join it. And so he joined the bowling league. He like bowled for a little bit. And then it, it, the, the way the dates were, it ended and then summer league started. And like some of one of my friends and his partner, uh, joined a team with Joe, uh, with, uh, my ex and, uh, and they, teams are four, not mm, three. They and needed another three. person. So they needed another person. And I was really trying to not make it my thing. Cause I knew, that if I got into it, I uh, I am not that I am the guy that swan dives into the deep end of the wave pool. Yeah, like, I I don't just do stuff, <laughs> and I knew that, mm-hmm. and so I I was really really trying to make it his thing, and like not totally take over it. So I was just like, all right, well I'll join the league, and they're like, well if you join, you gotta it's like you gotta get your own ball. You'll have a better time. I said I liked bowling okay, but I wasn't like super into it. So like we went, I got, I just got like a, a straight plastic ball. This one right here, this orange ball for the viewers. Mm-hmm. If you can see it. Yeah. I got my T-zone. It's orange. It's, it looks like a popsicle. I used to like those like lime or no uh, lime. <laughs> yeah. Lime started wrong on that. All those orange cherry. limes out there. No, Literally the color is the name of the fruit. Pineapple. It was like pineapple cherry. And they're like those big they made pine pops. I would have assumed they were orange. like. They were like this thick okay. and like eight inches long. Dang. And they like the way that the I don't know, they were kind of like uh you know the the ice that's like the 
there's like the hard ice pieces and then there's like the whatever that's called the like slushy ice almost like when it's those little tiny yeah, pellets yeah, of ice pellets. like it's sonic yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like better uh-huh. it's it was like they made a popsicle out of that oh. like like it didn't have like long shards like most popsicles do mm-hmm. it was just like little um, almost like Ultra Boost. <laughs> was ah. It was almost like Ultra Boost. It was like, I don't know, these popsicles or whatever the hell they put in them. Like the way the cherry and the and the pineapple bonded, it like didn't, it wasn't together as one juice. Mm. They were like two juices in little like, dude, they're so good. So good. That's what this ball reminded me of. And so yeah. I, I got that one. So I just got a straight ball and then I bowled the league and I was the worst one on my team by a long shot like so bad so i started practicing a lot and then and then you start to practice and then you and then i start to and i'm like well i don't understand what's going on so i'm like asking people lots of questions and like getting tips and and reading stuff and then i was like oh i should have just gotten a hook ball to begin with Mm. um and i wanted so when i started though i want i was like no fuck it i'm gonna get real good at a straight ball even though it's like way harder and then my friend let me like he talked me into it, and I th- once I threw my hook ball, I was like, oh. Because when you mess up with a hook ball, you still take down, like, a lot of pins. When you mess up with a straight ball, it's like, one. Yeah. <laughs> gutter. Well, because <laughs> like, the hook ball the hook ball grips the lane better. That's the yeah. reason it hooks. But that actually mean, that means that it carries its forward momentum. It bounces less off the pins yeah. because there's this friction force keeping it from bouncing mm-hmm. back. And so... Like there's more forces at play because the, the the straight ball is a straight plastic. It slides really well on yeah. the lane, and so it basically it hits the pin and just kind of deflects off yeah. of it. It'll slide around, and so they don't hit as many pins, and so it's kind of just mm-hmm. it doesn't set you up for success. Right, but I, I so why I don't know whatever. Like why do they make people start with them? Why is a house probably because they're the cheapest ones to make? They're just that's straight plastic. True. It's not as expensive. I know. This of a thing material. was like fifty bucks or something like that. Yeah, so but that's why they're the house balls because they have to buy eight hundred of them, and yeah. they're being used by kids. And so I bought that ball, and I actually bought these shoes. I have not replaced. These are still my original those are your original what are those brunswick they're brunswick i don't remember the model captain let me Hmm. look it up mine i don't remember the model either these are the bread dexter and these were 42 dollars because they were on sale let's that's what i know about them um the dexter ricky four these are the Ricky Fours, not to be mistaken for the Ricky Threes. Yeah, you know Let's see. they really improved from the three to the four. Um, we're just gonna go images in the Ricky line. Here they are, the Ricky Fives. Oh, I got the Fours. The fours. Yeah, those are the ones I got. Yeah, the right Ricky there. Fours. The bread. <laughs> They're still available with free shipping <laughs> at bowling dot com. Oh, fifty four ninety five. Fucking dude. inflation, dude. Wait, what did you pay? I paid forty two, dude. Oh, dang. Got and these are on sale right deal now. And a half. So they've gone up in price. They've. Ch- this is wow. classic bowling, like. Where it's like they don't change anything. They, there's not, there's never going to be yeah. a Ricky Five. <laughs> I, you never know. Wait till next year. We're going to see right? something revolutionary come out of Dexter. I, they're like, yeah. 
They just look like dumb shoes. <laughs> they just... don't. There's no. This is the thing we were talking about. The reason we wanted to do a bowling episode. Yeah. Basically, to acknowledge the bowling shoes. There are no like great looking bowling shoes. No, there really aren't. I've looked, and like the coolest colorway one that I found. I I I like mine. They're like mm-hmm. a gold and black there's like i literally picked these out because they were the ones on sale and i wanted to spend the least amount i possibly could that on this sport that i was not going to get into that played into my basically (laughs) i was like we'll see we'll see if this i just didn't want to spend a ton of money on shoes that i was just going to use for bowling Mm -hmm. because you walk like five feet back and forth yeah and so i was like but now i'm like ah. I could see myself getting like a good pair that has the replaceable felt, you know, or whatever it is, <laughs> the slide patch. Yeah. Who's oh, the one. Yeah. Oh, this is this? New Brunswick um, Police Department. That. What is that? I don't know. Brunswick Captain Bowling. Oh, there we oh, go. Oh, there it is. There they are. There they are. Found them. These were literally just like super. They were like on set, like the box as you. <laughs> Can you just stop? No. Uh, they were just on sale. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I think they were like 20 bucks or something like that. And it honestly, like, they still work. They do. The slide piece is mm. like pretty fucked. I've right. You see, that's why I think getting a pair with the replaceable slide would be worth it. Because then you could have a nice, well-broken-in pair of shoes and just oh, keep replacing and that then you one just, piece. It velcros off. Yeah. But Cause the, the thing is about that is there's never going to wear out. There's different slide pieces too. Like different amounts of slide oh, that you can get. Oh, for goodness sake. But oh, like, you could have a pair of slides for like shitty bowling alleys. Like could. where kids have spilled soda. And then you could have a pair for like the nice bowling alley that we go to. Yeah. You know, where they really, they keep the place nice. Right. Uh... Dude, you can see like where oh my god, these are like really mm-hmm. worn. Mine mine are very worn out. I realize I probably should get new bowling shoes. And there's been a few times where I've gone to shitty places and uh-huh. there's like and that makes me so mad. Here's what you should do. When they don't clean Keep the lanes these for the shithole places and get a new pair for league. Because I have a giant ass bag, I definitely could fit like Yeah, three, you four have a suitcase. Pants. You could travel you could travel the world with that bowling bag that I you have. Know. I got it for Christmas and it just is decadent and ridiculous and I don't need I, I like I actually it's, like my old bag better. It's pretty cool though. The like it has ball. a lot of space for a lot of shit. Yeah. It weighs my, like nine hundred pounds. Yeah. It's well, I mean, there's three fifteen pound balls in there. Sixteen so it, pounds. It weighs like sixty pounds. <laughs> At minimum. But it's like heavy to begin with. But it's cool. It's camouflage. It's whatever. I probably should show it, but Dude, so Man. I have a pin on my bag that's my 150 game pin, which I find hilarious. You have a 50 game a pin? A 150 game pin. Oh, like for bowling a 150? So the league I was in at the time gave out like little pins that said like, congratulate when you like someone, there was like a 150, a 200, a 225, and obviously there's the 300 ring that every league gives, mm-hmm. but, uh, which someday, someday maybe I'll get one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I just imagine the th- how far in your head you'd have to be on the 
when it comes down to the last couple frames of a of a potentially 300 you, game you know what you know what it would be for me i would the way for a 300 game to happen would be like we did our thing so in our bowling league we did a thing where we would do if all of us hit a strike in a row in any way so mm-hmm. it could be like out of the order that we yeah it, it, it just didn't had have to be, to be like starting with the player number with, one yeah but if like number three hit a strike the number four and then number one the number two yeah. like if all four of us hit in a row in a row we could do a shot of patron we did a shot of, a chilled shot of patron delicious we did it one time we gotta do it one time <laughs> we almost got to do it another time there was there well, were no like there was two or so three many times there were a lot of times we got two to three out of four dude that last one though do you remember it no david hit a perfect strike and yeah. left like a weird rogue random pin that was like boop 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 nope oh it was like one of those really like so like you hit a strike paul hit a strike i hit a strike yep. and then david hit a wobble a wa- uh, uh, a nine and a wobble ah oh, son of a and, bitch and but but he hit the pocket just right yeah and hard and it should have been a strike and i just like remember it literally we, the last pin wobbled and then decided yeah. not to fall over and then we owed like he just missed a 300 game. <laughs> like like oh. we were so loud. I think we were the loudest team most of the time. There was a People point liked us. We had a lot of fun. We, I don't think we annoyed anybody too much. Dude, we made it on one of those weird like we made it into the voting of like the the of like people's favorite teams. People's yeah, favorite team or whatever. Basically like who was a the popularity, most popularity. The, yeah, kind of we like were almost the nicest prom team queen or like of people's favorite team of bowling we were up there or miscongeniality of bowling is that yeah favorite? i think that's i think that's like nicest that's the favorite yeah of the of the we all i mean we made it yeah. on the list which i was like damn first time all it right. was pretty cool we also got what third or fourth place in the league i don't remember i think we got third i think we got third yeah did we get third or did we get hang third? on can i i'm gonna walk away from my mic for a second yeah, yeah. and verify this because yeah. my bowling bag is here. Okay, cool. I want to remember. I want to know. I feel like we did really well. Yep. What did we do? Third place. Third place, baby. Which is, I think, okay, this is the, it's the classic, the classic, just like. We in, got a one ounce silver American Eagle yeah. for doing that. This is, with inflation, this is worth <laughs> More than it was. Could get a gallon of gas. Holy! Handing that, you could get a you could get a shot glass full of gas for this fucking thing. <laughs> this was oh worth one dollar a couple months ago, so this was worth a dollar ten today. And uh, yeah, that's not yeah. <laughs> and it's a take my truck to the gas station, and be like, yeah, let me get her filled up. You know what, man? I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling generous today. Do premium, premium. Just want to him that coin. Even more of my money. (laughs) Yeah, keep the change there, sport. (laughs) Get yourself something nice. Get yourself something nice. Here's a one dollar fucking big silly silver coin. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. Um. That was so fun, though. No, because we got third in the way that it's like the Olympics with like certain um, uh, certain sports Mm -hmm. where you have to lose to get second. You know what I'm talking about? No. So like hockey, basketball, any of those like brackety ones, soccer. Yeah. In the Olympics, 
uh, you lose for silver. <laughs> so you make oh, it to like the last game. you make game, it to the final game, and then you one lose. One gets gold, the gold other gets silver. silver. Okay. But then there's another game that happens that's probably not televised. No one cares about it. It's mostly just fun for third and it's fourth. All, it's all just so that they actually have a spreadsheet that <laughs> yeah, is legit behind the scenes. They finish up. Yeah, the, we were. We were playing the third and fourth game, and somehow we I think we tied it or barely eked out yeah. a win. So it was like we we had no chance of beating the first and second, but we could beat we beat the fourth. Actually, what it was we is won we, for fourth. We could have potentially gotten second. Was that if, what it, oh that's right. what it was? Is if the second place team had sucked more, because oh, what happened right. is the first place team couldn't be touched. But we went into it tied with the second place team. That's right. And then we kind of choked. We like just a little choked. bit. Like we got three out of seven points. Right. The final day. But the second place team like crushed the first place team. Oh. The first place team choked and the second place team That's right. crushed it. And so they took a commanding lead over us as like we just kind of did average. Yeah. And so the fourth place team... They weren't going to beat us because we didn't lose by enough, but the second place right. team secured their spot. Yeah, we had that's like, what happened. It was quite. It was quite the adventure. It, it was, was quite a day. We uh, somehow I went to that for like four months straight and never got COVID. <laughs> and then I, I and then I got COVID at a fucking bar like <laughs> a month later. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I'm we amazed wore masks you didn't for get, most of it. I'm amazed you didn't get COVID because, like, when I, I was know. coming down with it, we that was like the car episode, dude. Like, we hung out in a car, then we did a, a podcast. We drove your car for like two hours, and then I did a pod for like an hour, <laughs> and then drove your car some more. <laughs> That's right. And I <laughs> did not get COVID. I don't think. I mean, I tested a whole bunch of times. Yeah. I no, uh, you have had more exposures to COVID. I've had so Official many. exposures to COVID than like anyone I've known that hasn't gotten COVID. <laughs> I guess Joanna hasn't gotten COVID either. And she's she was around me even more than you were that week. Yeah. And so it's hard to know. But Dude, it just doesn't even. It's very weird. It's a wacky, wacky thing. But we wore masks for half. That was another interesting thing about yeah. the the league. Is we wore we had to wear masks for probably like three quarters of the league. Yeah, and then the mask. And thing then ended. the mask thing ended, and then it was sort of awkward for like one, where it was like sort of this like high, this like this uh, Prius of uh, <laughs> some people. Yeah, it was were, very very much like uh, <laughs> like okay. some people were just like shutting their engines off, like when they were just at the table, but then like when they went around the place. Oh, and I took part in that. Like I fully brought a mask for a couple more weeks. Like well, had I brought it. it I still bring them. Bathrooms. Places. Bathrooms, I still wear them. I still kind of do, too. Bathrooms are fucking gross. <laughs> it's like, I'm glad I have a mask that I can put on <laughs> before I'm going to this horrible place. Well, yeah, I think it Public works. restrooms. They yeah. should have little dispensers. So oh, I yeah, I do a KN95 <laughs> if I'm in a public <laughs> restroom. Fuck that shit. The, or like the big one, the painter's one. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got I've got a literal gas mask. Like I'm in a war. I go in there looking like I'm investigating a nuclear disaster. Yep. It's like, <laughs> and then you leave a nuclear disaster. <laughs> <laughs> not in a public restroom. I'm I'm a gentleman. You're a gentleman. <laughs> I hold it in intense discomfort until I get home, like a good person. I want to talk about like. People yeah. who have loud ass conversations in the bathroom. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Where you're just like, really? They're like, no, no, no. I'm 
fine. Here's you're like, the, ah, fucking gross. Here's the it. only the only exception <laughs> to that. The only exception is if you're in a bar bathroom and you ask everyone just a silly question <laughs> to like break the tension of a bunch of dudes having to be in a room. Oh no, pee. I mean talk on your phone. Answer your phone. Oh, People answer the phone in a You've public never room? had that happen? No. You're like in there. You're like, we're all supposed to be looking forward and pretending we're not hearing the noises that are coming out of all of our bodies. And you're going to take a goddamn phone call in here Who? and talk loud? No. I know. Well, it's never people... happened to you? No. Oh my god. I don't I I, I don't I know feel, how it has. I don't know who I feel worse for, myself or the person on the other line. End of the line. I feel worse for you. The person on the other end of the line may not know. And if they do, they chose this idiot as their friend. <laughs> Just like, uh, you know, why is it so echoey every time I talk to you? <laughs> if you Where have you? telephone conversations while you shit in a public toilet, you're the worst kind of person. Dude, it's happened to me multiple like, times. That person, I'm glad they're breathing public toilet air because I hope they <laughs> breathe in a pathogen and they they, they perish. Double COVID. I hope so. At least <laughs> double COVID. Maybe triple. I those people need to go. Oh my god. The you know, and thankfully they're they're just if that type of decision is a decision <laughs> they're making, they're making other bad decisions. Yeah. And it's going to get them. And, and I like, don't feel bad. You're like, I'm okay with it. That's Darwinism. Mm-hmm. That's evolution. Yeah. You know, that's how the gene pool edits out what idiots. What supposed to. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, never never <laughs> call people on the phone from a public yeah, restroom. Let's not do that. I don't know why that I barely to talk apparently to people <laughs> no. anymore. You text like a normal person. You text yeah. from the stall. Dude, at a one point in my life, yeah, no, the only time text I text, uh, texted from a was I was too scared to actually talk on the phone. So if I, at one point in my life, I only texted when I was in a bathroom because that was the only time I wasn't down to like have a conversation. Mm, and then so I have, there was a point in time when if you got a text from Bjorn, like, hey man, I was shitting. You were, you you're taking a dump. Yep. <laughs> if like you called, I ignored it, and I and then I just moved the I just. It, changed the conversation to text it meant i was shitting they're really getting after it they now. are should we oh. just uh what what are we thinking we're, well i want to finish this thing yeah. about the bowling league the bowling league what was really an interesting moment about mm. when the masks come came off yeah yeah the masks. we had been it. hanging out with these people for like months yeah and i didn't know what they looked like I mean, it you was could wild. put some of it together, you but could, yeah, it but was. For the most part, it was just like, oh, it was kind of interesting to be like, oh, okay, that's what you look like. Like some then people, again, then some again, people exceeded, some people did not, and I'm not, and I, I couldn't tell, I couldn't like. Yeah, you're not gonna name Carol names. You're just gonna was, be like, uh, let me <laughs> tell you who was a disappointment and a half. This one, <laughs> Debbie. Yeah. I don't know why I'm naming all these like random. Yeah, just like that guy, great abs, Woo. but he took the mask off. And you're like, holy you're like, hell, put that back on. That's please. why you go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> no, those like, arms did not match those face. <laughs> uh, I see you're compensating for something. 
All right, that's the mask is as much as I want you to take off, sir. Nothing else. Keep the mask it is all on. As much on. as I want you. To. <laughs> Shh, no. Leave the mask on. Actually, put it back on. Put that back on and keep the rest on for yeah. sure. Take your shirt off, yeah. but keep I that mask no on. I need no more disappointments in my life. <laughs> Ooh, that beard goes all the way through. Oh, right. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was like what I thought was funny was just like and I, I was part of it was like the kind of just feeling it out. Like I showed up the next week, like I knew masks weren't required, but I had one on. Yeah. And the moment I the, I saw like half of people had one on, I was like, you know what? I want to be one of the good ones. <laughs> I'm going to keep my mask on. And there were some people that were kind of giving you the like, oh, you're the good one. The, yeah. There <laughs> were some people giving me that look like, yeah, fucking pussy. Oh, no, there was people that were like probably appreciating it. And yeah, I was just there, like, there were, there were people who off. were like. So they were like, yeah, there were definitely the people who had the masks on were kind of sitting there like, ah, I'm, I'm glad some people are exercising caution. And the rest of people were like, yeah, you bitch. <laughs> I oh, loved what how, are you afraid of the air? I loved how Paul was. <laughs> we had a conversation. Uh, my boyfriend, Paul, he was on a yeah. previous episode <laughs> um, and does our social media. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Paul. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he and I had this conversation. He's like, I wonder if it's going to feel weird to like take our masks off. And then the two of us could not have taken our masks off and like be cavalier and like coughing and sneezing on people and each other and into fans i don't know i did that the other day you coughed into at a the fan. office i was at my office my there's a fan <laughs> next to the next to the microwave and i was just like and i totally sneezed off to the side like into the back of the and you're just I like, was like, well, I'm a super spreader. <laughs> Glad everyone in the office is wearing headphones right now because whoops. Yeah, but everyone at your office has already had fucking COVID. I know. And tried to give once. it to you and failed. And I did not get it. Uh, so I I think we need to talk about one more thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh this is a turkey call and we I I started bringing this to bowling. Yeah. yeah. Wait. <laughs> Aww. it's like explain why i brought a turkey call because when you hit three strikes in a row you it's called a turkey yeah and um we hit a lot i feel like we hit more turkeys we hit way more turkeys call. before i brought the call <laughs> because i also i it. always brought the call and put it smack in the right. middle of the table kind of like come on guys we've gotten kind of good at this let's do it and then we all just sucked i feel like it was like me filming comedy sets where like you're it's right like, the moment I, you like, get the camera the out that everybody just eats <laughs> yeah. a dick yeah then it's just like oh everyone's <laughs> not as good is the camera part of it maybe i don't yeah. know I, I i think that it did add a level of pressure like every time we got close it was like oh my god we're like clutching it yeah Each person whoever is like, was close who's i was gonna like, get to like you're like ready to go and then <laughs> happen we did it for other teams a lot <laughs> like it was fun i thought it was gonna be like that's fun. So it's like a box and you can like. Yeah, do different it's, stuff uh, to it's it. the Lynch's world champion turkey call. Ooh. It's a box call. And then you got this side as a go- as a as a gobbler. Okay. And this side is a hen. It's a little higher register. And then if you shake it, it does a little bit of like a gobble. I'm not that great at calling Dude, turkeys. I feel like somewhere. It's I've never actually called a turkey to be like, what? grit sandpaper do i need to use 
<laughs> to make the gobble side of the thing work. I mean, this is definitely someone did some craftsmanship. There's like this little shape. I know. I don't know why there's a corner out of it, but yep. there is. It's important. It's a part of it. That's I did kind of cool. I did. I kill thought it was gonna be like a duck time. call where we like had to blow into. No, it. I killed a turkey one time. My dad called it in with a box call. He has. It's not this one. He bought me this one. Mm-hmm. He has his own one, but. But yeah, he called in a turkey with one of these. So they do genuinely work. Hmm. I, I marked out a turkey when I was like 13. There are other kinds. There's a kind that's got like a little stick and then a little round slate. And mm-hmm. you do kind of the same, like drag the stick across the slate and it goes. Rrr, rrr, rrr. And then there's a little like horseshoe shaped thing that you put in the roof of your mouth. It's called a diaphragm mm. call. Uh-huh. It looks just like an elk call. Okay. Oh, and okay. they that's make those thinking. for turkeys too. Oh, and we you should can get one of them. I, I have, well, that's a COVID. This is one a of those. COVID safe turkey call. Right. I have one of those. They're like one $8. That, well, this one goes in your nose and you blow. <laughs> it's fucking perfect, though. No, we can share li- it. Everyone use it. The thing is, this is a lot more fun and it's like just theatrical. It's Q-tip going like way the fuck up there. It's a COVID test and a turkey mm. call in one. <laughs> Yeah. No, the diaphragm call is cool. And like, if I was hunting turkeys, I'd probably use it because it's so convenient to just have it right in your mouth. Yeah. And just be sitting there like, rrr, 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 rrr. and then like, there's a turkey. Rrr, and then, and then like, you can, oh, and then you can just, just get them. Blast them. And just get them. Get them. Oh, man. Dude, this was a really fun episode. Uh, was there anything else that we did? Was there anything that we didn't cover? I don't think so. We talked bowling. about bowling. We talked about the, the Ricky Fours and the whatever the those champions. are. The champions. The Brunswick champions, which I guess we got to say, are we going to blow the back out in these? I think I've pretty much blown the back out. Yeah, you've blown the front so out or the bottom out. the back Or the, the, back, the, the toe front, out. The, so, yep, this was Yeah, good. these are a blow the... Blow something out. Yeah. Dude, those are pretty sick. I, the I didn't point like of, them as much online, but then in person, they're kind of dope. With yeah, like the, the whole point of like bowling shoes, though, I think, is to just kind of... Well, they're a tool. Okay, so this is the thing that I guess I didn't yeah. get to say, and then we will, and then uh, you can take us out. Uh, yeah. What I, re- I remember when I was bowling, when I first started, I started in Vegas, and I was practicing all the time, and I remember seeing a group of young let's be honest black guys uh young black guys Mm -hmm. come to a bowling alley in like the morning when i was practicing yeah and and they were in and they had all their like bowling shit Mm -hmm. wearing like hype jordans you know yeah like Like, they came in with wearing cool shoes yeah they're wearing cool shoes and i remember watching them take those cool shoes off and put on some like dumbass like you're boring ass bowling boring ass like and i was like there's no way that they and like because I'm always looking for like businesses to start. Mm-hmm. And then I was like thinking, I was like, oh, maybe there's a way you could like mod a cool like take a cool shoe that you like and like add. So I went down a rabbit hole of like how to do you add could, a bowling sole to a regular shoe. Well, I was thinking like with those those replaceable soles, you could just like mm-hmm. sand the sole down in like some some blazers or something. Yeah. Like use a sander, cut the air, like, and then put like a Velcro thing, and then you just put the slider on. Yeah, because be I feel sick. like every sneakerhead that bowls has done the same thing, Dude, which like is Jason like Belmonte scrolled through to see if there's cool bowling shoes, there's and not. all of them suck. They're all terrible. So is there a like, reason uh, for that? Like what was the what was the solution that you found at the end of the rabbit hole you went down? I don't think that it's just like bowling shoes are just such a niche thing, that, mm. and I think it would just take 
it would take like one like Nike to just like be like, oh, bowling's popular. Let's sponsor a a, a dude. Let's give do, one bowler like a Jordan and, three. And and him being like, yeah, I want to dunk low. And then it's sort of like how Jordan golfs. That's why there's so many golf shoes. Yeah. It'd be like, you know what we need? I know what we need. I know exactly what we need. Jordan needs to get into bowling. Oh, and he would be good. <laughs> Dude, he would he would he Michael would Jordan get buy into a bowling, bowling alley. <laughs> like and then he get would some, put like, one into his house and get amazing. Dude, because I've thought about it, and we've talked about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. If there was like like a, the bread force came out in a bowling shoe. Are you kidding me? Oh. I'd pay so much money for. Yeah, those. I would buy. Those. I would buy those at resale. I, at if like there was $600. like a hype bowling shoe, like a hype like a shoe, Yeezy, uh, yeah, the Yeezy bowling, the Yeezy bowling, a hundred percent, or like a Jordan bowling. Like I would buy that a hundred percent, just because it's like, and I would spend a good amount on it. I mean, I would spend more than I spent on my bowling balls. <laughs> yeah, I would spend like three or four hundred dollars. On, like, a really sweet pair of bowling shoes. Like a Yeezy or a Jordan bowling yeah. shoe. Yeah. 100%. Just because, like... Also, most bowlers don't give a fuck, but I do. And so I would But it's, it. like... It's right there. It's super easy. I want to see it. But yeah. I don't know what we... You what know, you they would sell them out. You know what I want? My dream is, like, if I do make, like, crazy money, get, like, the shoe surgeon to do you, uh, like, a, a, a shoe. Mm-hmm. And do a bowling shoe. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I'd be down to get a custom. In like some wild. Like a custom <laughs> like hype bowling shoe. <laughs> some wild shit. I would want to just get like a regular hype shoe, but get a proper bowling sole oh, on. That would be that would be sick. Even just yeah. like a Jordan 1 low or something. Yeah. Or All five, right. Oh, 5 low. That would be sick. That would. There, there's a lot of shoes that would be good bowling shoes, I think. A dunk. Well, let's, let's let the band play <laughs> us out here. Yeah. And I'm gonna outro us. If you guys, if you guys had a good time listening to us, why don't you hit a like on this YouTube video? Why don't you hit the bell icon? I don't know what it does, but supposedly you're supposed to hit it. Yeah, notifications. Sure. Anyways, hit the subscribe. We're on every platform. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon. That's video. We got audio everywhere else too. Um, go ahead and follow us on social media. We're on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Size10Podcast. We put content out because we're creatives. <laughs> we are content creators yep. and creatives. Yep. And uh, Bjorn, as a creative, where do you create shows every oh, week? Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're in the Portland area. Oh, my God. That shit just got so much louder. We're so close. We're so close, you guys. We're almost done. We're so close. Oh, there we go. Okay, they closed the door. <laughs> uh... <laughs> If you're in the Portland area, 8 o'clock, Neighbors Tap Room, Bangers Comedy, every Thursday, uh, me and Eliza, we have a fresh lineup, uh, and we've had some cool people, like Mike Kaplan was on our show. Yeah, you never know. Hey, you never know who's going to be there. Thank you so much, you guys are amazing. Bye. (laughs) 